You're listening to. You're listening to. Let's get real. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we have a brand new episode. I was just telling Brenda I'm very excited for today because this is like my element. Your zone. Mm-hmm. So today's episode, we're talking about spirituality, and I feel like we have the perfect setup right now. You guys can't see us, but it's like we're in the dark, we're chilling. I feel like we're going to get like a lot of thoughts today. Our best thoughts are always like during this moment when it's nighttime and we had like time to reflect and think and the day's been long. Mm-hmm. You know, your mind just wanders. And it's pretty late. This is the latest we've ever recorded, 11.27 p.m., and I like, I don't know if you know this about me. I get, my mind opens up a lot after midnight. It's so weird. Whenever I'm on live, people always stick around until midnight because they know like once it hits 12, Ashley's going to say way too much because like I talk too much on live. Like I, I just express my thoughts. So anyways, that was a rambly way of saying that like <laughs> once we hit midnight, I feel like I'm going to get very, very deep. All right. I'm ready to hear this deep combo that we're about to have. And when we have deep conversations, I find that they're really good. Like we really get into our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like even right before recording, we were just talking a little bit and we were like really getting in the zone, forgetting that we even had to record. Yeah, because I actually looked at the time when we first um, sat down and I think it was like 1058 or something like that. And we were yeah. like about to start. Mike setup was done and it's <laughs> been a half an hour. That's the problem with us, though. We get so sidetracked. We procrastinate a lot. And we talk about one thing and it leads to another story and it leads to another story. And then we're just there like, oh, shit. OK, we have to like do shit. Yeah, we started with um, what did we start the conversation with today? Like girls with earphones on walking yeah. in the dark. Oh, no, because so my cousin just messaged me telling me how there was like a domestic violence in his area. And then that just brought up the thought of, like, how scary it is being, like, women and being out at nighttime or mm-hmm. even broad daylight. It's just scary. And then it yeah. just went and on to, It started like, at that and it ended up with, like, overdosing. Like, met a guy who overdosed or something. And then, like, I don't know. It, we just, like, ramble. But anyways, today we're talking about spirituality. And we have, like, a list of topics and thoughts that we want to share with you guys. Okay, so we're going to start this off by just talking about where we are in our own spiritual journeys and like how we even got there, how we started it. So I've never really heard your story. So do you want to share yours? <laughs> Honestly, with my spiritual journey, it's it's been fresh. It's still new. I'm in the beginning stage. Uh, pretty much it all started, I think, during the first lockdown when we were in quarantine. I had a lot of time in my hands and... I started reading like certain books. I started looking into affirmations, meditations, things like that. Um, crystals and and salt lamps and all this all this stuff. When I got into like reading about it, um, I got a cu- I read a couple books. So one of them was the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Power of now I'm reading right now. Through them is when I started to realize, okay, like I really have to change my way of thinking. I really have to change my way of doing certain things and ever since I tried to be more calm and more collective I've started my journey like I'm starting to be more in my zen how would you define your like spiritual experience at this very moment like what mentality are you on like what level are you at mentally so right now I would say that I've just tried to get my mind to be more like relaxed more calm the way i think the way i answer the way i I respond 
Yeah, so I feel like now, even like the way my thought processes, like I don't listen to respond. It's more so I listen, I pay attention more, and I try not to let one big thing was like always feeling very anxious and stressed out. So one of my biggest things right now that I'm trying to like work through is just being in the now and being Mm -hmm. in the present. Because when you overthink things, you're just making more problems for yourself when they have not yet become a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what the power of now is teaching me. Are oh, you reading that right now, right? Yeah. I saw it on your night table. That yeah. one's one that I picked up for a minute and like I read a bunch and then I just put it down and never, never finished it. That's yeah. the book, though, that got Shingy to buy his Jeep. He literally read like one chapter and then got a fucking Jeep impulsively the next day to live in the now. It does say that like the the most important part to live is is in the now because you always think about the future mm-hmm. and you always think about like oh when I become big I'll become a teacher I'll make money I'll have all the things I want but we don't really know that and like you should enjoy the moment that you have now because you don't know what the future holds mm-hmm. you don't know if your life's going to change you don't know if you're going to pack up your bags and move like your journey is only created through the now Mhm I need to go back to that book it's good. I could let you borrow it. I have it, actually. I just don't read it. I feel like right now, in terms of, like, my journey, I'm more in tuned with myself, how I think, mm-hmm. how I respond, how I act. And I feel like even myself, I'm just more calm. Even at work, I've noticed, like, when people, like, irritate me, I used to be very, like, outspoken. Mm-hmm. I used to be very, like, oh, yeah, she's going to do that. I'm going to do that back or you know kind of petty thought and mm. now i'm kind of more like there's just no point like you know like i'm not gonna argue something if you're not gonna see my side of it type of thing you know what i mean yeah and like it really comes down to like one day you just realize that everyone is living in their own reality and like when they get mad at you and they lash out and they get pissed off it has more to do with them in their own world than it does with you and like once you really realize that you start to take in that nothing really matters because people are just going to treat you based off of their own experiences and it makes it easier to cope with exactly that's actually one of my coworkers always told me that mm-hmm. because i always say like why are people so miserable and she would always say like it's not because they're miserable like you made them miserable it's more so that they're just miserable and they're taking out their misery on you yeah they just react and like even when it comes to like certain insults like you could insult me with certain sayings that will not affect me and you can say the same thing to someone else and they're gonna cry and think about it for the rest of their lives it's true and it's because that like they have everything filtered through their own brain and that's what causes them to like get mad so like when someone gets mad at you over receipt it's like It's probably because a hundred people don't do it for them and this is their breaking point, you know? Yeah. But I'm talking like I don't react back to people, but I do. Like I need to listen to myself and take my own advice because I fucking... (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? Where do you think you are in your spiritual journey? Definitely very in tune spiritually, mentally. I feel like it's like it's a big part of my life. Right now I'm at the stage where... Okay, like if you're if you're a very spiritual person, then you'll be like familiar with like starting your journey versus like the fun part of it versus like the depressing part. There's like shadow work and stuff. And I think that's the stage that I'm at, which is like a lot of shadow work and facing my shadow side and like my darker internal self where like I kind of have to confront things that like 
I've been dealing with since like I was a kid or like a teenager or whatever, like little things. So I'm like on the more I'm on the right path because after shadow work is like, you know, a lot of healing. But like I'm definitely at the part where like spirituality is not so fun and like you question everything. And I don't know. That's where I'm at mentally. How I began my journey was about. Oh, my God. So crazy. It was 2013. So that was eight Eight years years ago. ago. Holy shit. Eight years ago, pretty much, um, my friend and I went to go watch a sunset. It was a gloomy day, and the sunset was very dull, gloomy. It wasn't the sunset. There was no sun. It was just, like, the sky getting darker. Dull, gloomy, gray. We were right at a waterfront, and as the day turned to night, the water and the sky started to blend. And, like, just bear with me. This is, like, going somewhere. Um, (laughs) The water and the sky started to blend, and it was, like, this just gray abyss of like nothingness and i felt like we were in nothing like we we felt like we i don't know we sat there for like three hours and it just got darker and darker and everything blended together and because we were at the edge of water it felt like we were just like in nothing and um because of this i think we went and we didn't talk by the way at all for like two two and a half hours we didn't exchange one word We just sat in like stillness and silence and there was nobody there. And normally I would have been scared. I don't know why I wasn't because I'm a paranoid ass bitch. I don't know why I wasn't scared. We just sat there and we didn't talk. And I think we went into like our own meditations, but I didn't know it was meditation at the time. And it started to feel like, I don't know, like very connected and very like of the earth. And like I didn't have a body. Like I felt like it was... I don't know. What just like, the heck? I know it sounds crazy. It sounds so crazy. Like I felt like I was imagine what it's like to be in an H2O float tank. That's what it was like. I have no idea what that feels like. I went, I did it last year. It was cool. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it was, it was like that. It was like that. And I couldn't see anything cause it was all gray and it was foggy. It was a crazy experience. Anyways, because of this and the meditation that I did that I didn't know was meditating, I started to just feel really like aligned and in tune with the universe. And I started to realize there was like so much more to life. And that's what sparked my interest in googling things when i googled i got interested in like more topics such as like crystals astrology all that shit and then i ended up going to crystal shops and my curiosity just kept going and going and eventually i was very in tune with spirituality in general and it just kind of got stronger every single year but quarantine really it hit its peak not peak but it it took it to a whole another level became more of a lifestyle than like an interest yeah that's pretty much the story you know, you were actually one of the people who inspired me to get into like. Really? Yeah. No I way. I think you were actually the first person <gasps> wow, that modern. I was with when I bought my first crystal. It was the rose quartz and it was a necklace. And we went to like a mall. I don't know which mall, but there was that. Like, was it where I'm from? I think so. Yeah. Green Earth. That's where I bought. Green Earth. Yes, yeah. Yes, you know yes, the yes. one. Oh, no. I didn't and it was, in a, it was in like a, a brown little like recycling thing and it yeah. had the black little kind of like a lace yes oh my god yeah. i remember that you bought that one because i got the the astrology one for my sign our sign and i told you how much it worked because it worked like a, it was jade mm-hmm. green jade and you got the one for love and relationships yep wow were you single at the time i don't think so <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> but yeah i remember that? that you got the the, the yeah, rose, rose quartz, quartz. yeah, yeah. yeah. that was the first time i got my uh like my first ever crystal and that's the first time that i started to think about like hmm 
Like, this what is are cool. These? And then every year that I went to CNE, the exhibition, there's a like a crystal little pop up thing mm-hmm. there in the little uh, vendors. And yeah, vendors. And um, every time I go, I used to go and see so that I can get a new crystal or a new something. It was really cool. But yeah, you're you're one of the people that got me into it. I'm honored. Thank you for even telling me that. <laughs> you're welcome. So question for you, since you're very spiritual. What is a spiritual awakening? Um, okay, so this question is kind of hard because I feel like it differs per person. Because there's no one like definition for a spiritual awakening. But the way I'm going to describe it is kind of like a pivotal moment in your life that it's like you wake up. Because I feel like when you're spiritual, this is just my opinion, by the way, guys. If you don't agree, that's totally, totally fine. I'm like, I just want to let you guys know that like everyone's going to see this differently. Um, The way that I see it is I feel like the whole world is sleeping. And when you're in tune spiritually you've woken up. I feel like you literally wake up and you have your awakening. And I feel like it's usually a pivotal moment in your life that will trigger it, whether something traumatic happens or something really amazing happens, or you face a near death experience or a loved one passes, or you go through a breakup, like anything, like whatever's traumatic to you Mm -hmm. usually triggers it. And something sparks that makes you want to understand yourself, understand the universe, understand more. And like, you just kind of wake up can be different for everybody you might not have had a traumatic experience you might have just woken up one day and that's okay but i just feel like regardless the best way to say it is you're waking up i don't know if i had a spiritual awakening but i feel different honestly i think you have because <gasps> spiritual awakenings are not some deep profound moment that you like literally jolt up out of your bed and like i have awoken i've risen like you know what i mean like it's just like your you mind feel, opens. Yeah. I feel, I definitely feel more yeah. different in certain things, like what I've spoken about in the beginning, but I just feel a change in, in how yeah. I am. And how you view things. Like, I've definitely seen a shift um, in a lot of ways. Like, you, you view things differently now, and you are more open-minded, and, like, you're just more open. Like, I don't think you were ever closed-minded before, but I see a difference. I think you have had your awakening obviously like if you don't feel like you have maybe you haven't but i think you have uh some people just expect it to be some like moment and like i did think it was a moment i thought that i'd wake up and i just feel like psychic or something no 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 (laughs) it's one of those things that like once you continue to grow and evolve you're gonna look back and you're gonna know the moment that changed you like you're gonna know it like you might even know it already do you know it already yeah it's literally like this year i feel like i've changed dramatically why do you think you've changed again like just with little things and how i act respond and no but why do you think why do you think you took the initiative to like look into yourself or look into things differently because i I felt like i was a bit not toxic but i felt like i was very stressed very overwhelmed very i know what did it then it was time off of your job yeah yeah it was literally being forced to sit with your thoughts and enjoy life more in a way that you started to look back and resent your work self i think that's exactly it plus being off of work definitely like Mm -hmm. triggered me to think more and be in my thoughts but also the older i got i started to realize like 
you know, there comes a moment where you, you really start to sit and think like, what am I doing? What am I planning to do for the rest of my life? Where do I see myself? What are things that I want to change? And when you really think about those things, you start to see like, damn, like there's a couple of things I should really work on. I want to read this to you. I saw like a really meaningful video today that I feel like you might you might hear and it will click something in your head even further. And we'll get like back on topic after this, but I want you to hear this. It's pretty much, you know, I'm just going to play it and then just listen closely. Hold on. All right, today I'm going to share with you guys the top five regrets of the dying. So the first top regret was I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the others expected of me. The second regret was I wish I hadn't worked so hard. The third one, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And the last and final one is that I wish that I had let myself be happier. And I think there's a lot to learn here because I feel like a lot of us would have the same. Anyways, I wanted you to hear that because, um, although like some of them are not like to do with this topic, I feel like it's just such a big thing for people to like come out of quarantine and reflect back on their work life and realize that like they're unsatisfied mm-hmm. and like you don't want to live with that. I think honestly, and this is why again with the second lockdown, I can tell like my mind has shifted a lot because mm-hmm. the first one I was more like, oh my God, like why are we like on lockdown, blah, blah, blah. But the second lockdown really made me think like, enjoy this time mm-hmm. you enjoyed Let yourself it relax mm-hmm. sleep in be a bum and be in your pjs all like you know what i mean like and it's yeah. not to say that this is the life that you're gonna live for the rest of your life it's just like my theory of this is like enjoy the relaxation you have enjoy the free yeah. time you have and you fought that in the beginning I did. it was hard for her to like relax and not do anything and just like she kept saying i'm gonna wake up early tomorrow and i'm gonna do i'm gonna do and I'm like, why? <laughs> like, this girl works so hard and she finally gets time off. And, like, she just wants to, like, move. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, you got to chill and just let yourself, like, enjoy it. Because, like, now she has to wake up early. Yeah. But you enjoyed it. Do you regret re- enjoying it? No. But that's another thing, too, right? What I was going to say is, like, during this time, I feel like not just me, but I, I can. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it is when you're off work you start to like step back and realize how miserable you are. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because when you're working, I don't know how it is in certain places, but I know in Toronto, like it's literally like a mini version of New York. Mm -hmm. You get up and I can tell you my routine. I get up, go to work. By the time I'm done, I'm home six o'clock, eat, shower, change, put my stuff away. By the time I know it's already 8 p.m., watch something chill for like two hours rinse and repeat so you don't have time to think about it like oh my god i was so miserable today oh my god karen was screaming oh my god i have Mm -hmm. to do this and this tomorrow like your mind is constantly going and going and going that you don't have time to sit and think like damn i hate my life or not hate my life but i yeah your work life yeah i hate my job i'm not satisfied here i'm not happy and yeah quarantine really really did that I feel like all of, not all of Toronto, all of working Toronto, creative Toronto is very different, but like all of working Toronto literally lives to work. 
exactly because things are so pricey here that like you're kind of forced to live to work and it's true what brenda's saying like you don't have time to think about oh i don't like my job because you go home and the last thing you want to think about is your job exactly because i did nine to five for a very short period of time when i was doing it i was so like focused on just like wake up go get money come home and then on my days off i just wanted to be off and like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just like it's so crazy because you're definitely not the first person i've heard talk about like this like anxiety not even anxiety but just like this like lifestyle lifestyle and the frustration around this working lifestyle because like when you have the time to sit and think it all like comes and it hits you in the face and and you're like what the fuck am i doing like yep. i'm only gonna have this one life why am i spending it with people who will replace me with a new number if i die tomorrow exactly and the worst part too is this is another thing that really got into my head during quarantine is working for a company like why do you kill yourself yeah to work for another company they will replace you it's actually funny because um my boyfriend was telling me this today and i like i tripped out because i'm like damn that's so true um his company basically is letting go of a cup like a whole department because they can find the same type of service but cheaper that's somewhere else so like disgusting first of all and it's just it's crazy because those people probably work their ass off you know getting all this stuff ready for them doing all this work just to be let go because there's someone else who can provide the service cheaper like that's so crazy to think and you're here killing yourself and not just him i know a lot of companies you know like i the amount of starbucks that i've seen closed down and starbucks like so, so many much starbucks i swear like at least 60 percent of starbucks in toronto have closed down yeah they're and gone even, um the retail company that i work for um one of our biggest locations actually sized down and because they were sizing down they had to cut a bunch of of management people and it's just crazy because like literally when you work for a company you can be let go at any second which is why I always say, like, why do we kill ourselves? Mm-hmm. For what? For the, There's literally no reason for it, and it's so sad. Okay, so how would you say that one could wake up, like, spiritually? Through meditation. Mm-hmm. Through meditation, through journaling, um, really getting into your inner thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's where it starts. Yeah. I feel like a good start is to... Just go for what you're curious about and learn about it. So, like, if you're curious about how the fuck do crystals work, I don't know anything about spirituality, but I'm just curious. Do they work? Go to a crystal shop, see what attracts you, see what you're curious about, ask about it, Google it, learn about that, and you're going to find yourself getting more and more, you know, like, woke. (laughs) Um, That and, like Brenda said, like, meditate and journal. Just, like, get introspective. Speaking of that, how would you say one can go internal definitely journaling i say this because when you're obviously journaling it's like a a mind dump you're Mm -hmm. literally taking everything that's inside your brain and you're putting it on paper and that's releasing it so when you do all that i feel like it's really good to just like have your brain on paper really yeah and then reflect on it weekly like the best way to go internal is to journal everything you're thinking feeling and and such and then reading it every now and then and looking back on your thoughts that's a good way and just asking yourself introspective questions like looking up journal prompts and answering those questions and 
digging deeper on things that you've never really taken the time to think about yeah those prompt questions are really good because i have one of those and i'm just like shit that's and sometimes i'm just sitting there thinking like hmm you know like what how do i answer this honestly if anyone's ever looking for like a good journal prompt type of style book questionnaire check out mindfulness through the stars by ashley flores because yeah it's at indigo yes um because it has a lot of like self-reflection questions that are tailored specifically to your zodiac signs so it's very personal have you ever tried yours not to like make this an ad i'm just genuinely curious no no i did i did Did i only did mine did you resonate like did they help at all yeah cool cool. i answered them all they were good questions too because some of them i'm just like hmm that's interesting like do i do that yeah. like shit yeah the hypocritical one was one that i'm like nah nah she's a hypocrite but yeah like <laughs> um even if you you don't have the budget to buy the book like google like journal prompts and ask yourself the questions that come up you can find it on google you can find it on youtube everywhere that is the best way but if you are someone that has a hard time like figuring things out for yourself and you need an outside source some type of help then there is another option for you this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Like, even if you feel like there's something getting in the way of your happiness, like, Brenda, do you feel like there is for you something that's, like, preventing you from just achieving your goals in general? Yeah, I feel like when I'm not very in tune with my thoughts, mm-hmm. it does get me to think outside and, you know, think negatively and think about, like, things that I shouldn't be thinking about because, again, it creates a problem when that problem hasn't arrived yet. Mm-hmm. If you're ever trying to deal with these problems, then BetterHelp is a good option. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed personal therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you would with traditional therapy. It's honestly so great and it's available for individuals and couples so you can improve your own life or even start relationship counseling. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling Plus, financial aid is available. You can also log in at any time. Visit trybetterhelp.com slash let's get real and join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's better, com slash let's get real to get 10% off your first month. Okay, so I'm curious. What are your thoughts on plant medicine? Wicked. <laughs> Who the fuck says wicked? <laughs> I'm not uh, judging, sorry. But, like, I haven't heard that in so long. I know. I was just trying to sound like a surfer, you know. Like, wicked. Isn't that gnarly? Oh, shit. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Honestly, like, to each their own, I think it's it's fine. It With plant medicine, it always makes you go... Um, internal so Mm -hmm. if you really want to go internal and you don't know how do some weed do do some shrooms do something also if anybody's unfamiliar with plant medicine you might be like thinking it's like legit medicine yes it is medicine but it's pretty much like natural um mind-altering substances such as like dmt salvia weed uh, psilocybin things like that so it's pretty much like psychedelics on a grander scale and on a smaller scale anyways so what's said about these is that it enhances your brain it opens your brain it brings you to another dimension blah 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 blah. like google it 
but my thoughts on it i think it is life-changing i think it it's just like it brings you to another level of thinking that sometimes you wouldn't have achieved otherwise i have not experimented with it by the way it's just something that i hear is life-changing and very helpful to your spiritual journey especially you ever heard of ayahuasca no oh my god ayahuasca sounds fascinating i'm fascinated by all these things by the way like the amount of research i've done on like all these drugs is crazy um drugs sorry (laughs) medicines um (laughs) ayahuasca is pretty much like this crazy crazy leaf that you can get in like peru ecuador a lot of like south american countries this plant like brings you to a whole other level of being like it is some crazy shit like you confront your inner demons yourself like people see god on ayahuasca people like feel like they die and are rebirth like thank you what they do in like peru and like costa rica and stuff there's like oh my god there's this place that i want to go to it's called um rhythmia i forget where it is to be honest i've googled so many so it's called rhythmia and it is a rehabilitation type of center retreat whatever you want to call it and they do ayahuasca ceremonies so they have the tea and you all sit in like this room in like Zen space and the freaking islands and you drink the ayahuasca tea and then it kicks in and everybody has like a crazy experience and they like vomit. Some of them vomit because they're literally purging every sin, every bad thing they've done, their old self and they like throw up, they oh purge gosh. it all and like everyone's just you know, like to put it nicely like tripping but they're like having their own like godlike experiences where like one person might be dying in their past life and one person's meeting their higher self and one person's meeting their ancestors and the other person's meeting god and like it's just is crazy and then like you come out a changed person you ever seen sorry i'm talking so much right now <laughs> someone from your high school like go to peru and like come back a hippie no oh my oh right no you're from your area no it's not like that. my area is like all white people so like they'll go on like a vacation and they'll come back a whole new person but yeah long story short it's that crazy shit. The it's crazy i, I hear like I you cannot. should watch you should watch people and look up um ayahuasca experience mm-hmm. and you're gonna hear some crazy stories you know who does it Leora alexandra aaron dowdy they do it on the regs they went to rhythmia together no, thanks about it. It's demonic. It's diabolical. It's a little. Sounds a little. I don't know about the vomiting. I'm not really a fan of vomiting, so I will have to. Uh, it doesn't always make see. you vomit. You can always take a lower dosage, but like, it's I one just of those feel things. like if I'm taking something for it to give me a bad reaction, I just rather. But it's not, not. a bad reaction. It's part of the process. Plus, like, it's with a all purge. The, all the cleansingness I have to do, I'll probably end up dying. Nah, she's being a little dramatic. No, it's not like that. It's the same way that like, it's not even, no, it's not like that. Like, and I'm talking like I hear, I do ayahuasca every weekend. I don't, I've never done it. But like, I just, I think because I view it a different perspective. Like to me, the vomit is a good thing. Like, do I want to sit down and vomit in a room full of people? Hell no. But it's, part of the process you're purging you're getting rid of this self this these demons these you know these these conflicts that you're releasing and vomiting is like a spiritual experience during that but anyways like i ask us some crazy shit like what do we think of plant medicine i'm all for it never done it though yeah i think plant medicine is like it's good to get into your inner thoughts but again to each their own 
also it's not necessary it's not if you're a very spiritual person you don't need you don't need plant it. medicine you don't need your it. thoughts you just need a journal i meditation. think it will help i think it will strengthen deepen blah 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 but is it necessary It'll no get you into your zen yeah you can you, you can hippie? do it all without the the medicine though moving along do you believe in past lives i do i do because honestly i always say deja vu is rooted through your past life because it's really? you mm-hmm. i think we had this conversation already actually. we did and i said the whole thing about alternate realities and yeah you said past life. for me i think it's your past life because there's times where like the same exact thing like happened like i envisioned it i dreamed about it or i thought it and it's happening and i trip the fuck out i'm like this i this exact moment i've already seen this happen so question who do you think you were in your past life i have no idea but i hope it was someone like great there's nothing that ever resonates with you there's no like era or or any any moments or any people that click that you feel like i feel like i definitely had to be some type of like therapist or some type of like healer healer because i feel that when maybe your mother Teresa, maybe i could maybe i was her assistant um because <laughs> whenever like i find that whenever my friends or co-workers are really going through it there's something that they just feel so calm and they feel like more healed when they're when they tell me or when they're near me and i've mm-hmm. heard that so many times like people are going through stuff and it's not even me physically saying or doing the right thing it's just me being near them that they feel more secure protected mm-hmm. like comfort yeah nurtured. yeah i could see that i could see that any specific era that stands out to you or any people that you feel like you've met in a past life no i don't i can't really sense the people that i've encountered in my life mm-hmm. but there are very strong connections that when i meet people i'm like oh wow like i get a really strong connection like you know like we will bond really well type of thing Maybe that is what I'm referring to, but you just have like a different perspective of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've I've had like strangers too that like they'll say something and I'm just like, huh, like that's something I would say or that's something I would do. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because we don't know each other, but yeah, they just cross paths and I'm like, hmm, interesting. Hmm. Do you believe in past life? Yes, I definitely believe in past lives. There's not many things that I don't believe in, if I'm being honest, but I feel like in the past I was, I feel like there's a couple things. I was a healer for sure as well. I feel like I was famous in a past life. I I can see that. I just feel like I was famous. I feel like I was a cat in a past life. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel it. The energy I get off of cats, I feel like we're the same. Like, mm. not just like, oh, like I have the personality of a cat. Like, I just feel like we're the same. Like, I there's something about cats that I just feel like I am you. You are me. Like, I've been there. Like, it's so strange. So maybe I love kittens and cats, by the way. Like, I'm obsessed. Um, I'm more like of a sloth. I <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Good totally see that. I just um, like to lay there and sleep. No, I, I definitely I feel cats like on an energetic level. Um, I'm also very convinced that I had a life in the 80s hmm, I can i'm kinda just convinced see that. i'm very obsessed with that era in like a weird way like when i hear certain songs i want to cry like i feel like i feel nostalgic over songs that weren't even a part of my time and it's something like it makes me very emotional it's so weird to explain but i just feel like i was like some some part of me was out there in the 80s somewhere 
that's interesting. I can see all those things too. You really like cats. Like <laughs> when I say you like cats. I don't like cats. Like I'm obsessed with cats. cats. Yeah. Like Brenda will show me a picture of her cat and if I'm like ignoring her text, I'll answer. <laughs> yes, I know. If you ever need a response out of me, send me a picture of it. <laughs> For real. I can see that. And then performing, I can see that too because you you like to like perform you like to be on stage like, i'm the weirdest I think introvert that's the ever only time i could see you being very talkative because honestly if you guys know ashley she's just more of a quiet person and very mm-hmm. like to herself like she's more reserved but when it comes to like being in her zone you'll be like ashley quiet way yeah my parents like saw my saw me um like act for the first time or like at a dance competition or on my youtube videos they're like who is this child we don't know her yeah yeah, it's weird. But yeah, I didn't know that you believed in past lives. We probably talked about it, like we said, but for some reason I couldn't remember. Um, so yeah. that's interesting. Okay, what do you think about crystal healing? This is a good question because crystal healing is a thing. And some people might think they're not, but it's also because you're not practicing or doing it properly. Yeah, they do. Like, it's one of those things. I just feel like it's very hard to deny. Um, if you see a magnet and you believe in magnets why shouldn't you believe that another crystal or gem or stone from the earth just like magnets are can produce the same amount of energy in a different way like magnets are literally from the earth you could you could find certain chunks take them off the ground and it will do what a magnet does you know what i mean they're not man-made um i'm sure there's a way to man make them i don't know anyways crystals have the same effect but in different ways like it could be a different type of energy that you can't physically see but you can feel like i always tell people okay when i worked at staples this reiki healer came in Mm -hmm. and she had a pdf of her book on crystals that she created me i was you know i was an employee i didn't give a fuck i photocopied the whole book and i like saved it on my usb and like i used it and like in this book had a really good teaching it was like Hold your crystals um, in your left and right hand and close your eyes and like kind of meditate on it. Like sit and think and breathe in for four, out for four for like at least a minute and like feel the hand that gives you more energy. Like if you hold a crystal in both hands, you can do this like not at the same time. If you only have one crystal, you can still do it and see how you feel. See like the tingles you get or the weight that you get or the the temperature, the, the coldness, the hotness, you literally feel the energy. So like I love them and they really help me out. It's one of those things that if you really want to get into it, really look into what crystal you want because there's different crystals for different things, right? There's rose rose quartz for like love, relationships. Honestly, like I, I actually disagree with that. I think the best way to do it is to not know. And to see what and attracts you. just you. see what attracts you like if you see that blue in the left corner of the room and you want to see it and you're curious and you hold it, you want to feel it, there's something in there that's that's drawing it to you. And that's the one that you you look for the paper and you read it. And usually whatever is attracting you, once you get the little paper and you read the meaning, you're going to be like, oh, I need this. Yeah, it's going to be one of those. And I feel like when you're curious or you're drawn to it, even if it's online, you see it on Google and you're like, I need to know what that is like. Google it, buy it, and see what it does for you. Okay, so moving on from crystals and stuff, let's talk about some books. Because obviously books are life-changing. What are your top three spiritual books? And like, what did you, what's the main thing you took from them? Top three right now that I've already read would be um, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success 
that one was really good um they have like the small pocket size book one which was really good because it really summarizes the whole book and tells you you know how to think how to just overall how to change your way of thinking and seeing things which was like so life-changing um the other one is the book that i'm reading now so the power of now i think is really good if you're the type of person who overanalyzes, overthinks, and sees more than you need to, like it really makes you understand that the present is the most important part of your life. And, you know, that's what creates the journey to where you will be. Um, that's a really good book if you're really in tuned with overthinking. And uh, The Secret. <sighs> The Secret's mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. um, that one I actually read a couple of times. Like I would read a chapter yeah. and read the book and then go back to Come the back last to a cha chapter. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my top three. I recently just actually today bought um, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty, which I'm excited to start reading. And I'm excited I'm to borrow it when she's done. <laughs> yeah, that one I feel like will be really good just because I think Jay Shetty is just such an inspirational person he's so smart he's the way so he amazing is just like on another level right yeah he's he's crazy crazy smart how about yours what are your top three um okay so the one that did it for me is the secret um yeah, that that's good. what opened my mind so i won't even go into that one so other than that top three the power which is the second book in the secret series it's so much more powerful than the secret because the secret introduces you to the theories and opens your mind of the law of attraction and like puts you on the power is how the fuck do you use this knowledge and it ha helps you apply it to real life so the power changed my life then another one that changed my life the four agreements that book oh, yeah, that is good. so I, it it's actually life-changing it just helped me see things differently and i feel like i have to come back to the book like once a year and then the third one i would say i would say this one just because it's a combination of all my favorite spiritual books and um all the teachings that people should really know and this one is called you are badass it is just really well written put together and it really puts all of the theories in one place but simplified so if you're new to spirituality or anything you are badass is the book to get and like at the end of the book it has a recommendation of books which is cool that like i think influenced it Mm -hmm. So if you like that book, you can just kind of go into the back of the book and choose which ones you want to like pick up next. It's a really cool book. So yeah, those are my top three. So I'm curious, do you believe in witchcraft? <laughs> Not do you agree? Because that doesn't matter. Do you believe in yeah. witchcraft? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. I believe in it for sure. It's mm -hmm. it's a thing. How about you? Oh yeah, I definitely believe in it. I don't practice it, but I do know it's out there and it's very real and I don't like to piss off witches. <laughs> but i've never met a bad one i've only ever met nice kind uh, no I've been, i met one bad one i met one bad one sorry other than that i've met nice kind like cool ones who like like one of my witch friends she like she's so nice like she'll be like i'm gonna put a money jar aside for you like i'm gonna i'm gonna keep that on my altar and i'm like okay <laughs> which is funny um she's cool but yeah i believe in it how about full moon rituals? What are your thoughts of full moon rituals? Love them. Check out my video, Ashley Flores TV on YouTube, full moon ritual. I love them. I think they're beautiful. I love full moon and new moon rituals where you can like release energy or invite new energy and manifest, plant the seeds that you want to 
grow throughout the universe and get rid of the shit that you're dealing with i think they're amazing i love them i did my first one recently yes you did what what were your thoughts did you feel anything did your water sparkle oh she put water out in the moonlight yeah no i think (laughs) (laughs) i think i have to try it again (laughs) first time was not successful well i don't know if it was because i kind of went into it not necessarily hoping or wishing for things it was more so for like gratitude no that's good to release all the things that i feel like are holding me down to why i'm kind of not necessarily in a funk but i'm kind of like in the middle right now where i'm really like uncertain about certain things which is why i started to become spiritual just to see like what my purpose really is because Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know what my purpose is yet but anyways yeah (laughs) 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 but yeah it was more so just to just to clean myself out like cleanse myself and just give gratitude for all the things that you know i've have and things that you know are still going well for me but yeah i don't know i think it went well but i think i should try it again honestly that's the best way to do it like when you're even just drinking that water you just express how grateful you are like oh i'm grateful for this water i'm grateful for all the blessings it's gonna bring blah 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 blah. and like you're not gonna feel some like sparkling as you drink it or anything but it is like it's like a mental and spiritual thing and i feel like um i'm referring to moon water in general i feel like the more you do it you're gonna find like more ways to kind of like personalize it and like feel good with it and whatnot but yeah full moon rituals are really cool like if you're curious anybody you pretty much just like dedicate the night to like the full moon and the new energy that's coming in by like journaling meditating um crystal healing sound bowl playing moon water drinking spiritual bath like there's so many different ways to go about it, but look it up if you're curious. What are your spiritual goals? I want to like finish off this shadow work that's like weighing me down. I want to become my higher self. Mm-hmm. I am looking to shift to the fifth dimension, as I have mentioned. Hasn't happened yet. I wasn't. I was in there for a minute. I came back to 3D. Um, yeah, fifth dimensional shift and just like continue to reach higher levels of consciousness and be more in tune spiritually and become like a manifestation magnet damn i got a lot of spiritual goals yeah i just like want to be more spiritual and i want to heal from all of my like traumas and stuff what about you i definitely want to become more spiritually in tuned with myself Mm -hmm. um i also want to go more in depth and figure out like what my purpose is and what I need to change to, I guess, be my higher self. Mm -hmm. I think those are the main two right now. I would want to be a manifesting magnet as well. Right. Like, I just want to be able to speak things and it, like, come so easily. And not so easily, but you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where, like, you you always talk about you know these things happening these things happening and we're very patient about it like it would just be great if it was you just speak it into existence and it just yeah that would be nice but i guess life isn't meant to be that easy and it takes all the fun out of everything and all the gratitude out of everything so i just try and trust the process trust the journey but i do hope that 
we will be manifestation magnets yes twin magnets okay so to end off the episode i guess one final thought i'm gonna ask you first which is what's the best piece of spiritual advice that you can give to people listening the best advice i can give someone is to always trust the process you know change doesn't happen overnight you have to practice it you have to want to make a change and you know want that within yourself and the biggest thing i think is always just getting into our thoughts like we we're always in our thoughts but we always find it so hard to speak out those thoughts and to put those out so that they don't feel trapped inside of us so i would say like start small get a journal do little meditations where you're just like sitting and listening to like what's being said and try to really have a day where you're just sitting in your room and literally just absorbing all the things that your mind thinks about you know like and that's the thing too right it's like when i say trust the process and enjoy the journey is because it's not going to be easy it's not going to be a thing that happens overnight um there's going to be little things that you start to notice in yourself and things that you notice that you want to change eventually you will get to the finish line and you'll be happy that you didn't give up Mm -hmm. i agree i feel like people have a hard time trusting the process sometimes i do same (laughs) i do i get impatient so you just gotta hold on one other thing i'm gonna add is just because i'm reading the book now the power of now is to really really appreciate and enjoy every moment that you're going through because sometimes we overthink things way too much and we don't get to enjoy the moments that we have at that very moment yeah because we're thinking too ahead and we're always thinking of the next thing and the next thing and the next thing that we don't enjoy what we have going on at the moment. And That's we're true. always in a rush, like racing to get to the end. And it's like, it's not even to get to the end. It's like you have to go through this whole journey for you to want to appreciate it when you do get to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Okay. How about you? What's the best advice you would give someone? It's so hard to like say like this whole time I've been trying to think about it. But I think the main thing I would share is like to understand that nothing really matters. Nothing really matters. And like it sounds so cliche when we all talk about how we're just like tiny, tiny cells living on this tiny planet amongst like billions trillions of light years you know what i mean like we're literally just like tiny little things on a floating rock in the universe and i i think that like it sounds so funny because this is all we know which is earth but nothing really matters because we barely even exist and it's so like easy to forget that like we're all gonna die one day and that's why i feel like why should i care that I'm and and I need to tell myself this too like why should I care that I'm like doing something weird in public like nothing matters because I like we're we're barely we barely exist we barely fucking exist like we really really don't like this earth is so small you ever think about that no this earth is tiny i'm already a very small person this earth she's tiny this earth is tiny and we're tiny and we're literally nothing we're nothing amongst trillions and trillions of light years 
and i just like we get so caught up because like we just know our reality and like i don't know long story short i just think we need to remind ourselves of like the fact that we only have one life and we're only here for a short amount of time we're not human beings having a spiritual experience we're spiritual beings having a human experience and this is all very temporary so we may as well live the life that we want to live and be authentic you know it's true and live unapologetically i think that's a problem too like with society and media is like sometimes i feel like if we didn't have social media would people be their true authentic self because the things that people post sometimes it's like you know they post it because of the likes you know they post it to get a reaction so it's like if you didn't have that like who would you really be and what would you show people you know what i mean like it's one of those things like have you ever thought about the fact that like posting on social media in itself is like extremely narcissistic and this is coming from a full-time content creator. Like, I'm not throwing shade. I just, like, I sometimes I step back and I think, like, I'm posting a photo of myself because I think it looks good. And I think that this photo is worthy of being seen by other people. And I think that people need to see this picture of me. And I need to know how they feel about it based off of likes and comments. That's what Instagram is. I think this picture of me is amazing. So I'm going to post it because I need it to be seen and I need your validation. I know it's true it's crazy it's It's scary so it's scary even when I think about my job I think that every youtuber has to have some level of narcissism to think that you're good enough and you're entertaining enough and you're funny enough and you're good looking enough to put yourself on the internet and have people watch you there's nothing wrong with that I do it for a living but I can't sit here and pretend that it's not slightly vain that's why I feel like a lot of like content creators and like vloggers youtubers whatever like even not even just that but famous people in general they do have to sometimes go through like a detox in like social media and like instagram youtube everything in general yeah you know what i mean like they can't because it can get toxic because sometimes after a while like and i know this happens to everyone you can argue i don't know like argue it if you'd like but i feel like there comes a moment where you literally don't know what else to put out there that you just start to see what's trending what's what people yeah like the most and then you do it because yeah you have completely come out of you know thinking of what do i want to do that's gonna make me happy you don't think like that anymore you think okay that gave me 350,000 likes. What's going to give me 450,000 likes? You know what I mean? What's going to yeah. give me this video from such and such got this many likes. So I'm going to do that. Even like, like if you think about Instagram back in the day, it yeah. was such a different place. Like you could post a picture of your blurry ass, terrible lighting bubble tea and be like, Mm, so good or you can post a picture of the dinner that your mom made and be like mom made pork chops and it was literally a photo sharing app you just share what you're seeing instagram was not curated there was no feed there was no nothing no theme people would just be like oh this sticker is funny like i'm gonna put this on my instagram do you remember those days yeah if you scroll down far enough like you'll see people that have like stupid i remember my first post was a picture of a little sticker of cinderella on the ttc poll and i thought it was aesthetic like not aesthetic i thought it was like cool i was like oh this pic this little cinderella sticker so clean and in grungy toronto like i posted it my next (laughs) post was like my charm bracelet you know like it was dumb shit and like we didn't think about like 
oh yeah. like oh this needs to get a hundred thousand likes like i had 11 likes and i was like oh my god i have so many likes this is so fun like it was and that's what's so sad though is like this new generation like they have like tiktok famous classmates yeah it's crazy i don't know i'm like i feel sorry for the future generation but Yo, social media is gonna fuck them up like it already fucked us up imagine them gen z is i'm so sorry gen z gen z is fucked they're gonna get they're gonna like be so warped by social media because think about it like gen z doesn't know what style is what did we have we had a weekly magazine to look at with celebrities wearing clothes that we couldn't afford so we had to create our own style it's true but kids nowadays they go on tiktok they see all the little clothing calls all this all that mm-hmm. instagram it's like do you like this because you like it or do you like it because you've seen it a hundred thousand times there's so many things that i look at like that nylon prada bag that i love it it's so cute you know what i'm talking about the see-through one the little black nylon prada bag oh yeah 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 yeah. that yeah. bag is the most basic fucking shit ever do i love it do i want it yes why do i love it why do i want it do i love it because it's a nice bag or do no, i love it because i see it a hundred thousand yeah. times a day if i saw that at the thrift store with no brand name before you this bag it. went viral i wouldn't have bought it but i like it because i see it which is trends that's the kids now that the kids i sound so old that's gen z now like <laughs> They like things because they see it. everything's in their face. So they are taught what to think, how to feel, how to respond, what they like, what they don't like. Everything is curated. So crazy. It's so scary. And like this, we're completely off the topic. Of how growling. about, wait, wait, wait. How about that white bucket hat? Nah, I love that bucket hat. <laughs> I don't see that on people though. Do you? No, only you. Because I have my own sense of style. I don't rely on social media Actually, like Gen no, I've Z seen does. It. I've seen it. I lied to you. I don't see it that much. Not like that I see much, it on, on the occasional like... Yeah. Yeah. person with a unique style i don't see my little fuzzy bucket hat everybody makes fun of me for the hat you know <laughs> that is so ugly. the only person that doesn't make fun of me is my boyfriend he loves it uh, but you've seen how he dresses uh, no, it's not ugly it's just no nah, it's, it's a different. cute hat this is coming from the anyway <laughs> moving along <laughs> damn we went in. we went in this week let's end off this episode guys we've been talking for like an hour and i think this was a good episode really good hopefully you don't think we're rambling too much and going off topic I'm so sorry to Brenda who has to edit this. It's probably going to be a headache, but you know, it is what it is. Um, We hope you guys really enjoyed this episode and please guys, we're literally begging you. Give us some suggestions, some topics, some questions. Do you need advice? Cause if you do, we're here, we're here. Like, please, please, please. We love it when you guys interact because then we can make episodes that we know you guys want to hear yeah so make sure to reach out on our instagram account and it's let's get real the podcast our youtube channel is youtube.com slash let's get real podcast we never use it hit us up on instagram for now we do have a tiktok now we do we have a tiktok our tiktok is let's get real podcast so just look that up follow us engage with us let us know what you think um but like we said we really hope you guys enjoyed we will be back next monday bye bye